Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast. I'm Jenny, your host, and today I'm joined by Sophie and Becky. Hello, ladies. Hi. And we are going to be talking about the role of marketing NPR during a cost of living crisis, um, something that's very relevant right now and um, will probably be for a little while. Um, The impact of the cost of living crisis that we're currently in is being felt across our economy and society and businesses uh, feeling the squeeze and having to navigate how to survive. Um, It is a dilemma when it comes to PR and marketing. Um, You know that your customers are struggling, but as a business, you also need to keep going. You need to sell your product or your service in order to keep you and your employees financially stable. So we do know it is um, a juggle and it's juggle to know how to be sensitive with your messaging while also keeping up those sales and making sure that you're um, robust enough to survive and thrive on the other side. So Having said all of that, um, opening up to you guys, Sophie and, and Becky, is what what should businesses be doing during a cost of living crisis in order to, to market to their customers? All right, so I'll start with that one, Jenny, I think. And the biggest piece of advice that most people say during a cost of living crisis or a recessionary period is cut your spend on marketing, right? We all know that anybody that's worked in marketing will know that we're definitely the guys that are at risk of losing our budgets when when times get tough. But actually research has proven that coming out of the last financial crisis back in 2008, that actually the brands that maintain their spend are the ones that do better. So my biggest piece of advice I want to come out of this podcast today is that for brands that are brave enough, I would really advise you to maintain your spend. You won't see the advantage necessarily during the recessionary period or the cost of living crisis, but your growth is going to be far superior to those competitors who cut back. So its impact is going to be delayed, perhaps, but it will be substantial. And the reason for this is because it enables you to gain market share in the long term, as your competitors are going to cut back and lose theirs. Um, which enables you to be able to take their take their share. So if you can keep your head and your brand budget, then you will reap the rewards. Yeah. And so it's true though, isn't it? Marketing PR is always the first thing that people think that, oh, just cut it because, you know, it's the fun stuff or it's the fluffy stuff. But actually, it's all about that consistent brand messaging, isn't it? And there are things perhaps that you can cut that might be things like um, PPC, Google Ads that you can maybe reduce slightly or like delay what you're going to what you're going to contribute to or you're going to push forward. But actually, that consistent base level brand awareness, brand campaigns, proactivity, like that's really important in making sure that 
we still know who the brand is at the end of the recession or the economic crisis and that you've still got a brand presence. And hopefully, like you're saying, so hopefully you've got a bit more because your competitors haven't been able to keep their head or they haven't been in a really good position where they've been able to withstand what's happened and keep that consistent level of spend or awareness. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you're going to cut anything, then cut your short-term marketing. So that performance stuff, as you said, Becky, that's your your PPC, your your search advertising, because you can always turn that on and off quite easily. Whereas your your brand building activity, that's the that's much more the long-term game. So you won't you won't it won't help you by turning that off. All you're doing is setting yourself back. So I think if I'd rather, you know, brands didn't have to cut anything at all. I'd I'd have said recommend you focused on cutting that sort of operational fat that you can in order to save businesses internally rather than to save money on your brand building. But if you are going to save money from your marketing budget and you say have to show your CEO you're doing something drastic, then um, cut your short-term marketing. That would be, um, yeah, my recommendation at, at at this stage. Yeah, and the way you're supporting your customers um, is you you need to be talking about that. They're not going to know unless you've got your marketing still switched on. So, you know, ideally, you're still supporting your customers in in different ways, whether it's price freezes or deals or loyalty. And without your marketing um, pushing that out, they're not, they're not going to know. And that's where, as you said, so at the end, once, once you've supported your customers through these times, um, they're going to remember that on the other side when actually they start to be able to start spending a little bit more. They've already, you know, they feel quite loyal to you throughout that time of need and they're going to come back to you and it's it's well worth it in the long run. Yeah, and I think it's also about being aware of what is going on because let's be honest, everybody is aware that we're in a cost of living crisis or is aware of how much money you're spending on things or maybe those more luxury items etc so it's actually being a little bit more human perhaps in your marketing and your comms about you know how we're talking to our audience how we're promoting certain items or features yeah being aware of things like we're introducing a loyalty program or you know there's discounts available at different times throughout the year whatever it is but it's being aware of that and not being so hard with the sales messaging like we often talk about an 80 20 rule on things like social media for when you're promoting products or talking about new launches and that being 80 percent of the time we're, we're giving content that's inspirational or educational or interesting as opposed to a really hard sales message that's my product's amazing buy it now mm-hmm. um and that's even more important during something like an economic crisis as well, because people need to know that you're human and you understand and that you sympathize with what's happening. And therefore, can we pivot our messaging to reflect that or change our wording a little bit so that we're a little bit softer or kinder with how things are being Mm -hmm. delivered, perhaps? And being and being like we always say, being genuine and authentic. Ah, the buzz, the marketing buzz, word, authentic, <laughs> authenticity. But it is it is true. Like being genuine and authentic, and this is where again it's so important to know your customer and know your audience. But lots of people, um, perhaps, can say the temptation is to say you know your audience really well, but actually you delve into what's happening for them, what the realities are for them at the moment and what you can do to help and add value and showcase why your service or product is, you know, why they 
still need it, but also, but you know, being sensitive around um, how this cost of living crisis is impacting them. You know, it's it could be quite disastrous for you if you're trying to push a very high value product to a certain audience that you know are barely paying their bills. You know, you have you have to be sensitive and you have to know um, what you can do and what you're capable of doing. Um, and helping where you can. I know um, I mentioned we were discussing it earlier. There was an IPA poll um, from May of this year, and it had the top five ways in which consumers want brands to support them um, through a cost of living crisis. So it was keep prices fair, freeze prices on value range products or services, offer more value for money promotions, reward existing customers' loyalty and increase the number of promotions that they offer. Um, and of course, you still have to balance that with what is going to help you survive as a as a business. We appreciate that. But um, it's, as you mentioned earlier, Sophie, what, what you can do and how you can be helping customers now and how you market that to them will come back to you tenfold once people start spending again. And I think we can see what you've just, those examples you've just listed there, Jenny, you know, we can see that in the, you know, the, the big supermarkets, the way they're marketing at the moment. You know, I just saw that Asda spent 45 million investing on its just essentials range because they know that that's something that is going to appeal to its consumers. And both Tesco's and Sainsbury's have extended their Audi price match. So you can see that these big supermarket brands, you know, with all their marketing power, they're really putting their, their, you know, the money where their mouth is in terms of reflecting the cost of living crisis. And I think, you know, smaller brands can learn a lot from that. I think as well, it's also important to think about who your customers are and maybe not be so worried about the fact that, yes, you probably will lose some customers that can't afford you anymore. So instead, switch your focus to look at who your premium customers are, who may well be trading down to you, instead of thinking about customers that currently trade up to you. Just have a bit of a change of focus in terms of who your customers are. If you do some research, you might find that actually there's a, a sector of your target market, which you haven't really focused on, that could be those that might be trading down to you. And I think you should look at that as an opportunity because they're the people that are going to have money to spend in, on your brand. Yeah, no, a, a really good. And that's, as we say, it's so important to revisit your audience, revisit your customers and see see what's important and make sure that you're focusing on those. And if you're a smaller business, um, again, there was some mental research um, and they've that showed that actually 43% of consumers said it was worth paying more to support local businesses. So it, within this cost of living crisis. So I think there's, if you are a local business and a small business, um, there are people who might, yes, people are struggling and there's a squeeze, but actually people are willing to pay a little bit more to support a local business than they are to, to go to a bigger brand because they know it's all that really nice community feel of kind of we're all in it together and we want to make sure that you survive and thrive throughout throughout that so it's it's worth looking at those sort of loyal customers that will support a small business sorry becky go on no sorry i jumped in um i was gonna say it's also important to 
work out whether you have to do some research or you can do some reading etc is that actually what is important to your customers that real core demographic because um like cost of living crisis or no cost of living crisis people care about who they buy from and they care what brands stand for and they care like you know where materials come from etc and there was some recent research as well actually along that loyalty is that we care about this but actually the cost of living crisis is pushing people to say they can't afford to be loyal so they have to look at what's affordable mm-hmm. um but there's also some research saying that like 56% of consumers have already switched from their loyal, who they were loyal to before in terms of the brands that they buy from regularly, but they're still conscious of, you know, what is important, what are their Mm -hmm. ethics, what do they stand for? So, you know, your messaging can change, your things that are important to your customers are probably going to change, so they're important to be communicated properly Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, uh, and that's, um, and actually that fits in. Oh, we're stats-tastic. I've got another stat. (laughs) Do you want another one? (laughs) Go on. (laughs) It was the Minto research again. I love so, so many. Um, Yeah, so they had 37 of Brits believe it's more important for businesses to maintain maintain environmental and ethical standards rather than cut prices. So although... You know, value for money is important to people. They don't want to see businesses cutting values, if you see what I mean, and cutting down standards. They still want to know that they're buying from somewhere that aligns with their values. So that's mm-hmm. important to consider, isn't it? It's not it's not just price. People do still buy into your ethics and your values as a as a business. I think consumers are so much more savvy these days and possibly because businesses are being more transparent and you know people dig deeper before they make a purchase these days that you want to know where you're buying from or where the brand is you know manufacturing their products what materials they're using how environmentally friendly they're being so like these things are still important like cost is absolutely going to come into it during a recession or a cost of living crisis um but it is still important that you've got these kind of core pillars and messages that are really important to your business that you're still communicating those and not cutting corners Mm. I think one area of that is how businesses treat their staff as well so I think something that brands can do to support their employees during the cost of living crisis is also important element of your messaging both internally and externally so for example that might look like making sure you're paying people fairly you know so for example the real living wage as a as a minimum um intensely you know promoting your diversity and inclusion policies to ensure that you are recruiting from a wide subsect of the population because the cost of living crisis is going to affect some portions of the population more than others for example women are more likely to be affected as are people living in diverse communities with the least likely to be affected being middle middle-aged homeowners men that are married so i think doing businesses doing what they can to support Mm -hmm. their staff but also to ensure they're recruiting stuff from a variety of um from a diverse background and offering things like flexibility and work from home solutions where possible um to in order in order to make sure that they're treating their staff as, as well as they can yeah absolutely and that is and we talk a lot about that don't we sort of building from the inside out and making sure that actually you have your ducks in a row and and everything you know you're treating your staff 
well and that should be your yeah that should be your focus now a really good point and that that is often more important than a lot of your external messages that you that you push out um i suppose it's in terms of messaging do you have any advice for, so for businesses or small companies big companies um anybody that might be thinking i, I don't know how to balance sales you know pushing my sales and getting people to buy my product or service with being sensitive around the fact that you know people are finding it difficult yeah well I think it's important for businesses to like read the room right like so you're not (laughs) going to be promote you know and I think anything that's if you've got a luxury or premium product I think it's going to be really difficult to, to to market those in a sensitive way to a certain extent if your market, if your target market is quite well insulated from the cost of living crisis, then, you know, it almost doesn't matter and you can just carry on yeah. as, as you have been. But if you're concerned that actually, you now you think your customers m- might be affected, you know, maybe it's a discretionary purchase, which is not really an essential, then perhaps you should look at some strategic changes to your positioning to make sure that your product messaging is still, if it's still relevant, to but to reflect the environment in which we're in. So people are more risk averse, right? They're keen to save, they're uncertain, they're tentative. But as we've just found out from the research, you know, they want to support local and they they care about where their products come from. Mm -hmm. So I think there can be a balance struck between making these changes to your positioning that are honest to you, but also reflect the environment in which we're living in. Um, And a company that's got this really done this really well is Mint Mobile, which is a mobile phone company in America owned by Ryan Reynolds. They have permanently reduced their prices on their call plans in order to attract a new target customer. Now that works better than offering it as like a sales promotion or a short-lived mm-hmm. sales promotion because it's actually a legitimate long-term sales strategy which speaks of how they are understanding the situation in which we're in and they've reflected their business model to suit. And I think that the way and then they've communicated that in a very impactful way which is both sensitive but at the same time not um patronizing. Mm, I yeah. think Mint Mobile and Ryan Reynolds, he's got his own branding, hasn't he? And actually, it's very powerful when they make quite considerable changes like that. But actually, the way that they're um, delivered and how they communicate, like new launches, business changes, etc., is done so well. Like, I think it's you can absolutely take learnings from it and look at it and I don't know, maybe aspire to be like that because they their comms are brilliant the way that yeah, they... Exactly. And I think it's that thing we talk about, like they're talking about, they talk to people like they're people, right? People, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Human and you know, some people like, we all know we're in a cost of living crisis and it sucks and you might not be able to afford to buy the things that you wanted to afford. But let's, like you said, let's not patronise people. Let's not try and make them feel worse. <laughs> let's do something that might actually help them, but still you know, can feed into like long-term business plans. Mm. And it really, it really does always come back to, doesn't it? Like just revisit your audience, your customers and how this is impacting them because it doesn't impact everybody in the same way. It impacts everybody in, in such a variety of ways. Some people will hardly feel it and it will, you know, aren't you lucky to be one of those people <laughs> that will hardly feel it? And there will be some people that feel it and it's discretionary spend and there'll be other people that are severely impacted and 
you know, you need to make sure you know who you're talking to and how to adjust your messaging to that because it's very different according to, you know, who you're selling to and and what those messages will be, you know, for someone who is deciding between heating and electricity and food on the table, there, you know, you shouldn't be talking to them about certain discretionary spends, you know, it's, you need to, but you need to, you need to revisit that and make it appropriate for you. There's no, we wish we could sit here, don't we, with a one sort of one size fits all, and this is the answer exactly for you. Um, But it's really important that you just always remember to know your customers inside out, what motivates them, where they find themselves and how you can help them, how you can help them and how, um, you know, they'll stick around afterwards. They'll remember it and they'll stick around on the other side. That sounded a bit like an advice column towards the end. Didn't it it? Did, I, didn't, I didn't mean to. Agony, aren't? <laughs> I know, I didn't, didn't mean for it to, to, to sound like that. Um, I was bringing it, just some thoughts more on the kind of like um, marketing, kind of marketeer role as well. You know, when we're talking about budgets and cutting budgets and where do we spend our budgets in these times? Also to have a little bit of think about like our internal resources and a bit of a review there. Like mm-hmm. if there's a potential opportunity to bring someone on, perhaps um, that's great. Nice to have that opportunity, but to look at things like bringing in a permanent member of staff, full-time member of staff versus like agency, external um, suppliers as well, just depending on what the roles and responsibilities are going to be. Um, There is sometimes merit in looking at um, an agency, for example, where you'd hire multiple members of the team that have got multiple skill skill sets that they can offer versus one person who might be amazing in one area, but less so on another. So just having a look at some of the resources internally and other ways to, you know, make things work a bit smarter, identifying really key priorities and actually what is success going to look like for your business that might change a little bit during um living crisis and as we come out of it as well so really you know digging deep and having that time to think about it and make some changes if necessary or change your kind of future short long-term plans as well to reflect what you actually need right now Mm. yeah and it's a bit like um, Sophie mentioned earlier, it's kind of it's going to hit all businesses quite hard, and you you know the, the impact will be seen afterwards rather than right now. Everyone's going to find it difficult. The changes you make, um, but it's sort of revisiting, revisit those objectives, those smart objectives, and what that realistic part of those smart objectives are. You know, so that you're not disappointed that actually you know, you're down on sales compared to last year, but actually, you know, what is realistic for you this year and what is achievable, what is going to keep you going and what is going to mean that you you survive on the other side. Um, anything else? Anything else we haven't covered? We've looked at a little bit of resource as well. We've looked at that, kind of messaging, revisiting customers. Um, we've got those top five ways in which consumers want brands to support them. So. Um, do those if you can. Do those if you can. Make sure you're telling your customers that you're doing that, um, and that they know about it. Um, anything else? I think it's it's going to be different for every brand, every business. So I think it's important that you take the time to review 
what you planned last year or the quarter before and actually assess where you are and what is going to be the most suitable and most impactful way forward for your business and what is right for one person or one business is not going to be necessarily the same or similar for another Mm -hmm. and that's okay sometimes it's about survival sometimes it's about brand consistency and some there is an opportunity to thrive so I think it really depends on a whole host of Mm. different factors so you know take that time and have a look yourself inwards at what's important and then make relevant changes to plans or put plans in place yeah yeah Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, ladies. Um, if anybody would like to speak any further about that, want any advice, um, please do drop us a line. You can email us at hello at adpr.co.uk. Um, also, if there's anything you want us to talk about on the podcast, do let us know. We love to hear your suggestions and reach out to us on social as well. We're there. Come and chat to us and we shall see you next time. Mm-hmm.